We hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Um, We got a very interesting show um, uh, monkeypox today. Um, I'll explain more about why I'm doing this show today. I don't, uh, I'm not, not taking it seriously, but because it should be taken seriously, but <laughs> when you hear all about it on the show and what you can do and everything else, maybe you won't be so worried, fearful, and concerned about it as the country is trying, as the leadership in the country, the government is trying to make you feel, and we probably understand why. I don't really get into politics and medical politics on this show. I used to work with this guy, um, you know, and did many, literally probably a thousand or more radio shows. I began doing radio in 1997, um, December 2nd, 1997, to be exact. And um, uh, I did thousands of radio shows, and um, uh, Dr. Gary Null um, used to do a lot of medical politics. I don't like to get too involved in medical politics. Unfortunately, the rest of you have no choice because medical politics moves this world, and that's what goes on whether we like it or not. And when there's money and vaccinations and and, um, other conventional treatments, um, you know that they're going to be promoting it and pressing it needlessly very often and dangerously always. And that's what this show is dedicated to being against anything that's dangerous, uh, harmful. And we're only here to tell you what you can do that's safe and effective. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Very important that you get a pen and paper. I'm going to start telling everybody to do that at the beginning of the show. Get a pen and paper, use a pencil, and be ready to write and take notes because a lot of the things that we say when I get phone calls and emails were answered on the show and it seemed to pass people by because they didn't write it down. And um, it might be important for you if you care about the subject we're talking about today being monkeypox, that you'll, um, you, you may want to write some of this information down, particularly on what you can do for it. And that's what we're going to spend some time later in the show talking about what you can safely do to effectively not just prevent, but treat it. And that's key and important, prevention as much as treating something. Having said all that, I always have to thank the reasons that I'm here is because I have two sponsors that are very happy and willing to pay for this show because they too feel it's very valuable. And I would not allow them to be my sponsors if I didn't feel what they do is important and valuable, moral, ethical, and honorable as well. I live by a very strict code. I'm a Rotarian. I live by a very strict code in, in terms of how I deal with people professionally and in my personal life as well. So first, Promo Life. 
Now you can go to promolife.com, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E, write that down, promolife.com, or call them at 888-742-3404, 888-742-3404. Now why are you writing that down? Because you're going to learn how important what they sell is to the treatment of viral diseases, particularly, not just viral diseases, but particularly monkeypox that we're talking about. And for those of you that don't live near doctors that I may have trained, in fact, I just came back from California uh, with my buddy, Dr. Robert Rowan in Santa Rosa, where we trained a couple of dozen doctors in the um, intravenous methods of ozone therapy. and, uh, you know, to treat many different things. Unfortunately, the blood methods of ozone can help with this, but not really get rid of it. But we'll talk about that later. In any case, you can do home care for this. We're going to talk about the details in a little while. But you can contact them and say, I heard about you on the Dr. Robbins show. And uh, he said that you'll do something special for me. And that means they'll give you a percentage off or throw in something special into the deal. And you want to get set up for ozone therapy home care. That's not intravenous medicine. Home care. And you're going to find out about getting the, the things that we're going to be talking about later in the show. You're going to find out about the things we're talking about later in the show that they sell that can be extremely beneficial and effective against monkeypox and all viral problems for that matter. So call them at 888-742-3404. You can look at all their stuff at promolife.com, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com and see what they're selling in terms of ozone products and tell them you want to get set up for home care a la Dr. Robbins and um, they'll be happy to do that. And I always make something very clear to people. I don't take any kickbacks or (laughs) I shouldn't say that's not really right. I don't get any commissions on these sales. I'm just happy that they're willing to help sponsor the show. And um, this is a free enterprise society. I let them make their living. So I don't promote them because they're anything less than probably one of the finest uh, manufacturers of home care and even medical care ozone products uh, in the world. So definitely give them a call. And then the second product that and company, Doctors Biome, and you can go to D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E. It sounds like biome, but it's biome. Doctorsbiome.com. If you've got a viral problem, I don't care if it's herpes or, um, uh, or, or monkeypox go- or COVID, you're going to want to get hold of Doctors Biome. It's a very, very important probiotic drink. And when you drink it, as you're going to learn later on, it's going to boost the part of your immune system that can help fight and prevent all uh, viral infections. So if you have it, it can help fight it and minimize it. um, And even in many ways, help prevent you from getting it. Fortunately, while it's an over-the-counter product, a, a food uh, supplement, and the FDA precludes you from advertising what I just said, um, I can say, because this is my radio show, 
So if they don't like it, it's too damn bad. Freedom of speech. Yay, yay. That's one of the few things given to us by our Constitution. So I can say it here, but they can't say it. So you're going to learn why it's important. You go to doctorsbiome.com and you put in the code RADIO20 so I can get you 20% off your entire first order. And if you have monkeypox, you're going to learn you're going to do two of these delicious probiotic drinks every day. And don't think taking a capsule powder and probiotic is going to work, as you're going to hear later on. They don't. You need this one because it's all living bacteria, all living biome in a 100% organic mint kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice. So it's delicious. And as you're going to learn, only a few kids got monkeypox so far. You can prevent it um, and treat them as well because it's delicious. The drink is absolutely delicious. So remember to put in the code RADIO20, RADIO20. Okay, let's get into the show. <laughs> this show goes so fast, I never have enough time. I, I was just telling uh, Josh, who's uh, standing in, and he's a big guy standing in, because <laughs> they're shorthanded and, um, uh, here at the station, and um, that um, people are overly worried and concerned about this problem, but not unfairly, because the media has made this out to be a horrible, horrible thing. So let's talk about it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of history, tell you what's going on, tell you what to look for, what the symptoms are, um, uh, how you can spread it and everything else. And then we're going to tell you how you can prevent it and treat it. So you're going to have to wait till the end for that, even though I gave you the hints already on things you can do at the beginning of the show. So first of all, um, why do they call it monkeypox? Okay, so monkeypox was first discovered in and around 1958 when there were a couple of outbreaks of this pox-like disease. That means you get a skin lesion that scabs up. Um, very similar in many ways, as you're going to learn, to smallpox, which we don't worry about anymore for, in most of the world. So it, it was a pox-like disease that occurred basically in monkeys that were being kept for research. So it's hard to understand how this happened in the first place if they're being kept in, in basically very clean areas and clean rooms. So the answer to that is somehow a monkey came in there that had been infected that wasn't as clean as they thought. Um, and viruses evolve, viruses change. So somehow or other, this virus was evolved and changed, and these monkeys gave it to one another. Okay, but they'll tell you that the source remains unknown even to this day. Um, in it, but truly, um, apparently, African rodents and monkeys in Africa might harbor the virus and infect people. And originally, what happened was rodents, and this is probably where it came from, in my opinion, rodents um, were imported or brought in as pets, for all I know, very possibly, from the, country, the African country of Ghana, believe it or not. And these 
it was traced back to that in, in 2003. So probably way back, and we're talking 50 years ago, um, animals probably came in from Africa where there's lots of interesting things growing, including Ebola at times. And this, and this is how the contagion probably took place. They probably thought these monkeys were clean, but they probably weren't. And that's how it came. It didn't just, you know, suddenly magically appear from another dimension. Okay. It wasn't put on earth by some a clandestine group and it wasn't um uh, it didn't come here with with aliens from outer space viruses have been on the earth forever and viruses evolve and possibly because it's so similar to smallpox the smallpox virus may have evolved and mutated into what we call monkeypox today so they came from ghana and what's interesting is if you do some history on this, and I had to do some research on it, you know, we didn't learn about this in school, in medical school. Um, people may have pets, um, including, believe it or not, um, uh, prairie dogs that may have become infected. And uh, it's possible because the rodent infect, um, um, uh, population can easily get this apparently and i've been telling my patients lately and that's the reason i'm doing the show i've had so many phone calls not so many phone calls really text messages and which i hate and um emails concerning monkeypox i decided i have to do a show on it i shouldn't wait because this is i believe relatively easy to treat and 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 get rid of um in any case um if you happen to be walking around and you're near a dumpster and you see a cute little rat that's eating and enjoying itself, please don't go over and take it home or pet it or kiss it uh, because contact, as you're going to learn, is one of the main ways of getting it. And if you stay away from these animals, you're probably better off. Now, you're going to learn how pets can get this, and it's probably evolved from pets being kept outdoors dogs predominantly perhaps cats and they may come in contact cats particularly with rodents and things like that that might have the virus or the infection and they can give it to you it's one of the rare infections that can cross from an animal to a human easily enough and that's where the name monkeypox comes from um, although monkeys are primates, we're talking about dogs and cats now, uh, mammals, um, but it can cross over. So you want to be careful. And we're going to talk about, please don't kill your dog or your cat. Don't have them euthanized. This is, this goes to an end. It's about caring for them and isolating as you're going to learn. And this way you can, you can help prevent it. Now, so that's where it all came from. Now, why is this becoming important in the United States? Well, the U.S. became, from what I understand, the fourth country in the world outside of African countries uh, to get have an outbreak of monkeypox this year. Um, it's actually now been found in, as of August 5th, that's the latest that I could research, as of August 5th, and this show is now being brought to you on August 11th, of 2022, um, you may be listening to this weeks from now, 49 states, including D.C. and Puerto Rico, um, have monkeypox outbreaks. So it's literally 
all over the country. That means it's, 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 it's probably hitting Canada, Mexico. It's going to be all over the place. It's pretty much going to um, move around. Because originally it was confined, as I found out, to the rainforests of Western and Central Africa. And now you can find it probably anywhere in the world because people travel all over the world. Animals are imported particularly often exotic animals who could harbor the infection. And you're going to learn how it has a long incubation period and things like that. Now, we only have a minute or so before we go to um, our first break. So let's talk about what are the symptoms, okay? So first of all, people with monkeypox, first first of all, you're going to, harbor this infection for some time before you have an outbreak, okay? It can be two weeks and in some cases even three weeks before you actually start to show signs of the infection. That's the incubation period. Um, Generally, they say one to two weeks, but I've also seen and read some literature that says as much as three weeks in some people. And now it's basically considered by all the authorities that you're not contagious during this period. Maybe you are, but you won't know that you have it. And that's why doctors are being told by the CDC and whatnot um, to basically monitor patients who think they may have come in contact with this up to three weeks. So by watching and keeping you isolated Uh, which is not a bad idea, uh, for up to three weeks, it's important. And we're going to talk about how to take care of your house and things like that, because things you touch may become infected as well. What we're going to do is go to our first commercial break now. As soon as we're done with the commercial break, we'll be back and we're going to get into what the symptoms are, what to do, and, and then how to prevent and treat it. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. 
Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. So now we're going to get into more of the, um, now that you heard a little bit of the history, we're going to get into a little bit more about the infection, what it looks like. And one of the problems you're going to see is that it, it could look like other things. And uh, so first of all, how are you going to get this? You're going to get this generally through contact. That's key. And it's not just contact. I mean, if you have, a, if your pet has it, you can get it by you know, petting them and cuddling and hugging and kissing, things like that. If they lick, you know, if they like to lick you and things like that, and they're infected while they're having an outbreak, they can pass it on to you. Is it possible to pass it on when they're not showing any signs of it? I always like to say no, but it doesn't mean I'm right. I have to admit that more there's more about health and medicine that we don't know than we do know. So caution is always, you know, worthwhile. And you want to be careful. Now, don't stop cuddling, kissing, and petting. I have three doggies at home, and I'm not going to stop doing that because I let them out back, and my wife takes them for a walk. But they're not messing with squirrels and rodents and things like that. So I have little concern that they're going to get the infection. And most people who are listening to this show should feel the exact same way. Okay, but still you want to be careful. In terms of children, by the way, so far there's only been a few cases, two or two or so, maybe four or five cases that have been confirmed as monkeypox here in the United States so far. Um, there's only uh, 20, 25, 30,000 cases that have been reported. Um, actually, from what I hear, 28,088 places in the world. That's not a lot. And only 7,500, although the number could be changing, it could be more now, cases here in the U.S. Now, 7,500 doesn't sound a lot when you're talking about Hundred, several hundred, 340, 50 million people here. And it isn't a lot unless you happen to be one of those cases. So the key is you're going to learn is prevention, even though you're going to learn how to treat it on this show. And I believe treat it very effectively. And unfortunately, they don't have a treatment for it. So this may be the only place where you're going to learn that. Okay. So now when you get it, you won't know that you have it for several weeks. Um, and, and that's the problem. Once, and and this can show up all over, this rash that you can get can show up all over the body. Um, it can look like pimples or blisters. 
Um, they could be painful or itchy. And um, so how does that not sound like herpes 1 and 2, HSV 1 and 2, which we've done shows on? So you might be having what you think is a herpes outbreak, and it could be monkeypox or just it, but generally, of course, that can be painful and itchy also. And it can show up anywhere, just like herpes does. Um, it can show up on um, your, your feet, your hands, your chest, your face, your mouth. But it's commonly found, just like herpes is, um, in the genital area around the penis, testicles, and the labia, vagina, uh, or anally around your anus. So bottom of it all is it can show up anywhere. And it can show up in your mouth. And right away, you go, well, maybe that's a herpes outbreak, or maybe it's Coxsackie virus that children can commonly get, very painful lesions inside, you know, blistery, painful lesions. So it's going to be misunderstood. The good news is we have a treatment for it now. Um, and that's for all of the things that I just said. So now the rash will go through several stages. Um, first, of course, it's blistery and ugly looking and painful. Um, it could just look like pimples and, you know, and whatnot. And then eventually it goes through several stages and then it becomes scabs. And then eventually the scabs will fall off and you'll get new skin forming underneath. So far, the authorities like to say that and I can't disagree that even while you have scabs, you still may be contagious. And we're going to talk about how to treat your house and everything else in a, in a little bit when we get into the treatment and prevention of all this. So bottom of it all, that's what you're going to see. Now, other symptoms of this, and this is why it becomes confusing. You can get fever. You can get chills, not terribly high fever, maybe I don't think more than 102 or three, but you can get you can get fevers. With fevers will come chills. That's how you know you have a fever often. Um, your lymph nodes can become swollen. So if it's affecting the lower part of your body, that'll be in the groin, and that could be swollen lymph nodes with some pain. Or if it's up above, you may be you know in your armpits or underneath your chin. You know on the, um, underneath uh, your your chin where you get you have lymph nodes as well. You may feel fatigued and exhaustion, muscle aches and backache. <laughs> All right, it's starting to sound like Lyme disease as well, a flare-up of Lyme. Um, so you see how these things get often misunderstood and misdiagnosed. Um, headachey, very common when you have fever, chills, and, and lymph nodes are swollen, by the way, because your body is trying to fight a viral infection. Respiratory symptoms are common. You can get a cough, nasal congestion, sore throat. You can see how this is going to be misunderstood. How do you know it's not the flu? Well, flu is a virus, and many viruses cause similar symptoms, just like we've talked about COVID. Okay. And if you, you really look into it, you'll see flu-like symptoms are very common. And some people get the rash first before they get all these other symptoms. So these symptoms may come on followed by the rash, which is most common, or vice versa. You may get the rash first and then followed by these symptoms. 
Okay. And some people only get the rash. Well, why? I believe their immune system is a little bit stronger and they're better able to fight the infection so it doesn't hit them as hard. Now, generally, the symptoms uh, will start within three weeks, I told you, of getting the virus. And you'll get these symptoms after that prodromal stage um, just for a few days and then followed by the rash, generally one to four days later, although vice versa. Um, when When you're having symptoms, there is no doubt, okay, that you're going to be very likely contagious, and this is where you very much need to isolate yourself unless you come in contact with somebody and you know that you may have gotten it, and your body may not be able to, they may not be able to test for it anyway. Tests are very unreliable. So the illness, this will typically last at least two weeks to as much as four weeks, though in some people it could last longer. Five or six weeks. It depends on whether you have comorbidities, you know, other medical problems, or whether, you know, how stronger is your is your immune system. So you're going to spread this through close personal contact. You need most commonly skin-to-skin contact. So listen, people, I'm not here, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to evangelize and <laughs> if you're a moral and ethical person, and you're going to be intimate with somebody, keep the lights on and look. And if you see something that doesn't look right, perhaps you should refrain and and hold back that night and be concerned then, okay? So generally speaking, you need direct contact with the rash, the scabs, or with bodily fluids. Bodily fluids include, you know, any secretion orally or genitally. Okay, I hope I made that clear without embarrassing anyone. So that's what you have to you know watch out for. Now, these fluids you know that can come out of the blisters on your skin or from other places can get on clothing and bedding or towels. So they have to be, you know, carefully washed in, you know, very hot water, probably with some bleach. That would be ideal because bleach is an oxidizer and can kill anything. I'm not going to, I'm not promoting, you know, uh, I'm I'm not, they're not a sponsor, uh, but I use a special uh, system at home. I only use purified water through my whole house, including my clothes. And I use a special um, uh, cleaning system that uses ozone, which creates peroxides in the water. And if I want to boost up, uh, so I don't use detergents. And if I want to boost up um, my wash, I actually use OxyFresh. So you've heard that product and probably similar ones like it out there. And I throw a bunch of that in. And I believe that basically sterilizes my clothes to a point uh, when they come out. Of course, there's no such thing as sterile, but let's say it kills everything. And that's why if my clothes are left in the wash and I don't put them in the dryer right away, they don't start smelling um, because I didn't use detergents. I basically killed all the things that will start them to smell when the water is left in the, you know, left damp. So you want to wash everything very, very carefully. And of course, if you cough or, or spit, 
um, it's going to it's going to um, uh, have this here. Avoid when you're with somebody who you think is infected or you know is infected. Avoid hugging, massaging, and kissing. It's been proven that through massage you can transfer this. Um, so washing your hands, you're going to learn very important. You don't want prolonged face-to-face contact. So no long kissing, people. Can't you hold hold off? Okay. <laughs> you may not even want a quick kiss on this one. Um, so touching fabrics that were used um, during when you've been intimate with somebody, you know, when you've been sexual and intimate with somebody and including the bedding, the towels and any other kind of things that might have been used during those acts can be, um, uh, you know, contagious. Uh, I also want to add, and this is more serious to me, because I'm going to be getting a new, another new grandbaby next um, February. I got a little baby boy, another one coming. And, um, uh, and so anyway, a pregnant woman can spread the virus to her fetus through the placenta, unfortunately. So this is why you have to be so careful. And if you're pregnant, you know, watch out for the things we're telling you, uh, because if it does get to your fetus, it can cause serious, serious harm, just like smallpox would. And we don't want to lose a baby. So please, please, if you're pregnant, be very careful and watch out. Um, and, you know, it's possible to get monkey pox, as I said, not just from animals, but if you've been scratched or bitten by an animal, I want to be clear about that. Um, uh, it, it can be a problem. If, the, if you're eating animal meat, now we don't eat bush meat generally in this country. If you happen to be a person, because I'm heard in over 30 countries, and you happen to be a bush meat person where you enjoy eating bush meat. I haven't eaten meat in 42 years. I stopped eating meat in 1980. And my blood type is supposed to eat meat to be healthy. And it's absolutely untrue. Um, in any case, if you happen to be in one of the countries that are listening to the show, uh, watch out. Stay away from bush meat. You know, only eat meat that's been inspected. Uh, if you're going to be a meat eater and you know uh, comes from a healthy source. I would look to eating kosher or halal meat or organic meat in that respect. Um, because at least if you're going to be a meat eater, it's safer. All right. Um, so here's the thing to understand. The researchers are still looking into whether or not this virus can spread when you have no symptoms at all. And some people have such strong immune systems. I'd like to think like myself that um, you might have an infection and not know you have it. And that's one of the problems with people who have COVID. Uh, they, they don't know that, they're, they're, that they've been infected with it and they're contagious and they can give it to other people. So you're not safe by being vaccinated, so to speak, uh, for that infection. Uh, in terms of transmitting it to other people, a lot of people feel, well, I've been vaccinated, I can't give it to anybody. You may not know you have it, Unvaccinated people are more likely to show symptoms, and this way you know to stay away from them. Okay, so they're still researching whether or not it can be given to somebody 
without having that. But as I said, you know now all the different ways it can be spread, and this way you can protect yourself and your family that way, and the key is prevention. And in this case, stay away from this, all right? And of course, people who have um, uh, multiple sexual partners and, um, you know, you, you go out, you meet somebody, <laughs> and you're not careful, the lights are off in the room, the moment takes you, uh, this, is, uh, this is how it's pro- predominantly being spread. And um, so you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And it doesn't matter what your sexual preference is, uh, whether it be heterosexual or um, homosexual, you want to be very careful so that you don't spread it to other people and that you don't get it because it can affect you so severely that it's possible, possible that you might die. And of course, you know, if you're public health workers, healthcare workers, if you're people who work in laboratories where you handle animals all the time, or you work for veterinarians, you want to be very careful um, how you deal with these um, orthopox viruses, because that's what they are. They're called orthopox viruses. Um, How you deal with all these things uh, very carefully. See if there's more information. I want to get into, as soon as we come back from our next break, how you can fix it. Um, So I'm trying to give you an idea first now on how you can prevent it. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the fix. Um, uh, Vaccines, should you or shouldn't you, and all that sort of thing. To be or not to be vaccinated. Okay. Uh, and particularly, by the way, I just want to rem- you know, mention one more time. Uh, if you know you're infected, stay away from your pet. I know they won't like it. They're going to want to sit on your lap. They're going to want to be pet and hugged. But if you know you're infected, you've got to leave your pet alone because you can transfer it to your pet. Um, <laughs> don't go put a mask on your pet. You just want to avoid close contact. Masks won't work. Uh, You have to make sure that their bedding, their toys, and everything else have been washed and cleaned, hopefully, you know, in a washing machine with, you know, with um, the peroxide that I use, or, you know, the, and uh, the OxyFresh, or certainly with hot water. Uh, We're going to be doing some future shows that are coming up that are going to be very exciting and very important. We'll talk about that at the very end if I have time. Okay. And um, uh, don't let your animals come in contact with any of your rashes or your bandages or your bodily fluids and things like that. Please protect your animals. Okay. That's very important to me. I love, I love animals more than you can imagine. I, I donate lots of money to um, uh, pet rescue. My wife works with pet rescue. We bring over food and all sorts of things all the time. Uh, so, uh, so does my daughter. Uh, it's a very important thing in my family. We have rescue doggies at home and all that. Okay. Let's go to our last break. When we come back, we're going to tell you how to treat and prevent this. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. 
Let Promo Life help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promo Life supplies easy to use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promo Life is the only company that provides free live support, easy to follow videos, and easy to use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay, so now let's get into how do you treat and prevent it. Well, we already talked about how to stay away from things, of course, cleaning everything. And that's not just for your dog's products or your cat's products or your pet's products, but yourself as well. Um, Wash your bedding frequently, particularly if you think you've been in touch. Make sure you wash your towels. You don't have to keep using them. You can, you know, wash and, you know, use them once and then put them in the wash. And again, use those kind of cleaners that will help. The same thing that we've been doing for all the, um, for COVID in terms of, you know, washing down things, wiping down things with products that uh, clean our hands and, um, uh, I have a special amazing device that I use in the office when people come in to clean their hands. You know, just put your hand in this thing and it uses ionized um, um, purified water to clean your hands. It's pretty amazing. Um, so you never have to touch chemicals. Uh, but at home, change these things, do these things. You don't have to wear masks for this. Masks aren't going to help unless somebody spits on you who has this. Okay, Um, and please don't kill your pet. They're not going to die necessarily or give it to you just because they got sick. Watch them and see if they they you know, they they they're they're, they become, you know, uh, sleepy and lay around more than normal. They have no appetite. That's a biggie. If you see them coughing, if stuff, you know, they start getting, um, you know, 
liquid, you know, nasal secretion, stuff coming out their nose. If if they show any signs, particularly a blister or pimple-like rash on their coat, that's when you take them to the vet and let them get tested. Unfortunately, they don't have much to do unless the vet knows ozone therapy. The same thing goes for you. So getting home ozone care is wonderful. This is where prevention becomes so important. First, boost your immune system. Simple, stay well hydrated. Drink at least three or four liters of water or healthy liquid every day, green juices, whatever. Number two, vitamin C. As you've heard me say many times before, I want you to take as much vitamin C without upsetting your stomach five or six times a day, not one mega dose. I want it in your system all the time, five or six times a day. Then we want to boost up the part of the immune system that fights all the viral infections. That's called the T-cell system. Number one way to do that. Number one way to do that. You want to take doctor's biome. Remember, go to doctor's biome. And remember, for, we'll talk about home care ozone in a minute. You want to go to doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-R-S-B-I-O-M-E, and buy a case, you know, a month supply of this or more. Remember to use Radio 20, so I won't have to say it later on, get 20% off and buy enough for the whole family. And now you want to drink one of these two ounce bottles a day because when they get into your gut, they're going to get yeast imbalance, which is no longer imbalance in, unless you've been using this product because capsule powder and tablet probiotics are destroyed over 90 plus percent in the stomach. And this product is living bacteria, not asleep in suspended animation as a capsule powder and tablet is. So this not only survives the stomach because it's been specially made to do so. It isn't natural. It's specially made and safely made to do so. And it's created to stick to the wall of your gut, the wall of your colon, which will get yeast in balance again. Your yeast, as you've heard on other shows, is out of balance because if you've had an antibiotic, even once in your lifetime, or you eat red meat or chicken that isn't organic or farm-raised fish, even if you burn the meat, you're going to get uncooked out doses of antibiotics which kill all the good boys instantly. And thus, yeast is allowed to overgrow and bad bacteria move into town. The doctor's biome is going to reverse this and get yeast in balance again. Now that means that your T-cell system doesn't have to constantly fight that yeast overgrowth. So as you heard in many shows before, particularly with viral problems, you need to do the doctor's biome every day, at least a half hour or more before you eat a meal, always on an empty stomach. And that's a very, very important part of prevention and treatment. Now, ozone. I want you to go to doctor's bio, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I want you to go to a promo life, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com, but better yet, call them up at 888-742-3404. Now, you're going to call them up, tell them you heard about it on the show, and you, if you can afford it, you want to get set up for ozone home care. Home care for you is going to be several things. One, you're going to make ozonated water and you can wash everything down in your house with ozonated water. Countertops, you can spray it, you know, make it and, you know, just pour it on and wipe it off. It's going to kill everything. 
It's as good as all these cleaning solutions out there when you make it right. The next thing is you can drink it. The next thing is you can do what we call all of us, including your children, can do rectal insufflation, which is an ozone enema, and it's a comfortable one. And you can absorb some of the gas through the colon wall into your, into your blood, and this is going to help fight it throughout your entire body and per, boost your immune system so you can prevent yourself from getting it even if you came in contact with somebody. The next thing for women, you can do vaginal insufflation uh, because this is where we've seen it. So you can, uh, everybody can wash their genital areas with the ozonated water. And of course, women can do vaginal insufflation with the gas. It's like an ozone douche. And this can help clean you out inside as well, in addition to giving you a healthy pap smear for the rest of your life, ideally. Um, next. All right, so you can do you can do that with it. Then they also sell ozonated oil products. I would get the organic ozonated hemp oil. It doesn't absorb, it stays on the skin. And this way you can put it on the blisters or pimples that you may get, cover them with a with a, a gauze pad. And this way you can, and you paint it on, not with your fingers, but you can use Q-tips to paint it on. Ideally, you go to the pharmacy and pick up sterile Q-tip swabs, cotton tip swabs, and you, you open them up from the package and dip it in because you don't want to be dipping in dirty stuff into this oil that comes in jars. And you paint this onto the blisters very gently and delicately so you don't hurt. And this hopefully on the rash, wherever you see it, and then cover it with some gauze. And you just stick the gauze on. It'll stick like glue. You don't have to put tape on. And um, remember to be washing your clothes that come in contact with all this every day. Single wear and then wash. Um, uh, you may want to take your clothes on and off by wearing, you know, latex, you know, or, um, uh, you know, gloves. So this way your hand, or if you're going to take it off with your hands, go wash your hands afterwards. That's perfectly okay. You want to keep your hands clean. This is important. Frequent hand washing with hot water and soap is the best way. You don't have to use all those horrible solutions. I, You want to boost your immune system. So you want to take... Immune boosters, vitamin A, vitamin D, maybe, you know, 10, 15,000 IUs a day. Vitamin D3, along with vitamin K, very important. Take large doses. Everybody's deficient in that. Vitamin E, not from fish oils, not healthy from fish oils, unless you're eating raw fish, that, that's, that's healthy. But you don't want vitamin E from fish oils, as my buddy Rowan wrote a book on all that. Uh, but vitamin E, so ADE, very important supplements, particularly for skin. Um, vitamin C, as we said before as well, the doctor's biome. Those are probably the most important things you can take orally. Don't go out and buy glutathione. I know everybody's going to say, what about gluten? The answer is it's 100% destroyed, virtually speaking. I don't care if you're buying the expensive sprays in the mouth. I'm not sold that they have any value at all. Yes, you can take vitamin C, alpha lipoic acid, and N-acetylcysteine. Those three things together may help your body make more glutathione. So that's valuable. And I'm, I'm up 
I'm certainly up for telling you to do that. Um, in addition, um, any other antioxidant immune booster is probably valuable, though not necessarily going to make that big a difference, but very valuable. Now, if you happen to be going to doctors that do um, intravenous therapy, um, of course, <laughs> you can't beat intravenous ozone therapy. There is nothing that beats intravenous ozone therapy at treating this problem. The problem is if once you're in an infected, contagious state, you may not be permitted to come into an office. Again, it's all by contact, and it can be treated carefully and safely in an office with IV vitamin C particularly done the direct IV way, which we've done now for the past 26 and a half of my, excuse me, 27 and a half of my uh, past um, 31 and a half years. And we've done it 335,000 times. You may want to go listen to the show uh, that we did in June of this year, June of 22, called Intravenous Ozone Therapy, Everything You Need to Know goes over the details there. The blood methods of ozone that we use, that I use, that others use, can improve your problem, but I don't want to be messing with blood when I have a, a contagious problem. The direct IV method takes only a, a few minutes. It's safe, it's easy, and it can be done in a very, call it sterile or clean-like way, so it minimizes risk in terms of contact and everything else. A doctor can line the, you know, the, the, the seat that you're sitting in with paper that can be disposed of. We're wearing gloves. And generally speaking, we still have to wear masks in the office. So wearing a mask isn't a bad idea in the doctor's office for the staff as well as the patient. It's this way you don't spit on each other. Okay. Um, those are the, that's probably the most important things that you can do. Uh, to help with this in terms of prevention and treatment. Yes, vitamin C intravenously will be beneficial, uh, but minimally compared to IV ozone therapy. And you want to treat this every single day if you get the infection. And if you think you've been exposed, you want to do the DIV injection, no matter what you hear from anybody saying negative things about it. You want, <laughs> I've been doing it long enough to know better. You want to do the DIV every single day. That's five or six times a week if possible, so as our office is open, to make sure that you kill, 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 and don't give anything a chance to regrow, regenerate, and duplicate for at least two to three weeks to make sure that you don't have it outbreak. And that's the way to also prevent it. If you have questions about this, email me at ozonedoctor. O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R at yahoo.com, ozonedoctor at yahoo.com, or call my office in Manhattan at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. Listen, last but not least, stay away from the smallpox vaccine. It may or may not even work, and now you're risking issues with the vaccine. It's not a monkeypox vaccine. It's a smallpox vaccine. Okay? Anybody? Have a safe, healthy week, and come back to us next week here on my show, and we're going to have a very exciting topic for you. Bye-bye now. 
Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.